1: Hi, everybody, and welcome back to the Gallagher Shots YouTube channel and podcast for another match reaction. I think all of us got smiles on our faces, but before we get started, I want to give all three of you, Scott, Joe, and Matthew, yellow cards. Let's just continue <laughs> as the night went on. Well, Chris, Chris do you know what I'm going to do? One? Do you know what I'm going to do? What? I'm going to give you a yellow card. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get onto the yellow card in just a moment. Um, good to see you boys. Uh, a great result tonight for Newcastle United. 0-0, triple the Emirates somewhere that we, we don't normally do too well uh, at Scott. But like we said in the match preview, uh, one change tonight. Callum Wilson comes in, Chris Wood drops to the bench. Yep. And pretty much as expected. Um, that game, I, I think we're all pretty confident that we might get something from it. Uh, I think we all predicted a draw on the match preview. We also said that we wouldn't be too shocked if we won the game. We wouldn't be shocked if we got an absolute hiding either. But Scott, Nils each. Great point.
2: It is. It's a great point. Um, It was one of those where you're quite confident going into it, but you know what Arsenal can do. And then once you see Arsenal play, you realise that, oh, they're a team Them like, and they can... They can really hurt you, and, and there was times where you know we were on the back foot, but we held our own, and we absolutely just—it's what you want from games like that in, in the position that we're in. You either you, you just don't want to lose them; that's the only thing you, you don't want to do. And, and I think we've played the only team we've lost points on who you could class as probably top six is Liverpool, um, and we're getting points from everyone else, and that just warrants our league position and, and proves that this isn't a fluke. Like we should be where we are in the league because we're putting in the graft, and I don't think they've grafted as hard as they have tonight. And it was a graft, and it was a tough slog. But my God, it was uh, it was a good game to watch, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, I think it would have been a great game for a neutral to watch. That I said just before we started recording this, I, I thoroughly enjoyed that game apart from the last handful of minutes. I really did enjoy it, uh, Matty. Somebody that doesn't normally enjoy watching football, how was your evening?
0: It was uh, fine. Lovely. No, it was. It was. It was. Um, it was one of those games I've experienced plenty of them in the past. Where I, being the pessimistic one I am, sort of went into the game expecting nothing. Um, the first ten minutes, I thought, you know, we were going to get nothing. We just, we grew into the game a little bit in the first half, but you know, I think we were a different type of brilliant tonight. For what we've shown this this season, you know, we've played the likes of Chelsea. You know, and, and and beat them handle even though it was only one nil, you know, we've we've took it to Man City, but a day we had to be a different type of brilliant and dip back into that sort of catalogue of shit that we we sort of used at the end of last season. Um and just but we defended very, very well and carved out a few half chances, a couple of opportunities. Um, but I would put that up there with um probably our best point of the season. Um Arsenal are flying and for us to limit them to you know the shots on target that they got. I'm sure we'll get on to Nick Pope save at the end. But um, for them to not score a goal today, having not, you know, I haven't scored in every game this season, you know, it's, it's massive. And those last five minutes or six minutes or so did my cardiomyopathy no favours.
1: <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. Joe, Matty's mentioned there uh, how, how resilient we were in defence. It's something which we're coming quite accustomed to at the minute, where we are just stopping any team having any clear good chances.
3: Mate, honestly, as the old saying goes, attack wins your games, defense wins your championships, right? Obviously, I'm not saying we're going to win what you're trying but... to say. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm we're saying going. we're going to win the yeah, bloody lot, down. mate. No, <laughs> nah, 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 but the but that performance just goes it, it, it's just like an it's just a complete perfect example of why we're in the league, uh, position that we're in. It's you know what, the even the team like I remember I was at the Emirates when, um when Hal first took over, and it was a similar game where we were defending for our absolute lives, and we didn't have that quality to see it through. We lost 2-0, and this was the game that showed we're not just about blowing teams away 3-4-0. This is a team that is absolutely solid in defence. You know, many, so many teams, even in the top, like, top six teams, would have crumbled at some point during that game, and I'm just so proud of the lads for Seeing it through, there was we, we could have lost our heads, we could have absolutely lost our heads, especially with the amount of yellows that were getting given out. But you know what it was to a man, they were absolutely fantastic. And uh, it's a different kind of strength and resilience, like you say, that it takes to to see through a game like that, especially when I mean, the Emirates sounded pretty good tonight, you know, the crowds on you on a very every nice you know, it, it was yeah, to, to to a man, it was absolutely fantastic. And uh, and they're the kind of Games that you look back on at the end of the season and go, "That was the point that potentially, potentially gets us Europe." So, mm. absolutely fantastic. I'm still calming down from it, to be honest, man. I'm like, <laughs> it's. I was sat there for the last five minutes, just like, oh, well, probably last thirty-five minutes, just begging them not to score. We did yeah. well, man. We did really well. You know, we 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 took a few chances to them as well. You know, it wasn't just yeah, yeah. Back to the Wolf we did. Minutes either. Yeah.
1: Scott, you mentioned that how, how hard the lads worked tonight and it, it shone throughout, from from yeah. start to finish. Um, the referee said he stole out very early in regards to how he was going to handle that game. He probably regretted it after he gave Newcastle two back-to-back yellow cards within a couple of minutes for, for, for soft challenges, really.
2: yeah.
1: Going further into the game, do you think that... That worked now our favour to a degree because it gave us the chance to slow things down.
2: It did. Do it, you know what it was? I noticed that Arsenal, they, they start off by attacking our left-hand side with Dan Byrne because they thought that was a weakness. And we soon nullified that with Joe Willock, who was excellent. And Joe Linton, Great game. Really, really good covering with uh, Dan Byrne. And then it was allowing Dan Byrne to drop into that back three almost to stop you know, anyone coming in from the attack. But once they realized that, and I think once the bookings started flowing, Arsenal switched to the right-hand side, I noticed, because... It wasn't the fact that Trippier and Shaw were booked, but I think they must have known like they don't want to get booked because they're on four yellow cards. And this is the last week where if they get that fifth, they'll be banned next game. So I think they tried to exploit that side when they realised they weren't getting the joy um on the left. But yeah, I think a few of those yellow cards were very, very weak and they shouldn't have been. I think Bruno's was uh was the one where Julian the the, t- the
1: one which stands out to me. Won
2: the ball and the player mm. kicked his ankle and he gets a yellow card. It's just like how um and the referee's miles away as well. It's, it that's on the linesman. The linesman either doesn't do anything or he's the one who's kind of flagging to say, Yeah, there's a foul there, which you know, it I'm not too bothered about the yellow because, you know, it, like I say, I think they all reset from this week and I think this that's game week nineteen, which is this week, which is where they they reset. So I'm not too bothered about that. Um, but the free kick that they got was in a very dangerous area. You know, you're on the corner of the box and it can change a game. And I think we've talked about this before, but it's the lack of consistency, um, not just during a game, but throughout the the, the league where, you know, one will give one thing and one raffle give another, it must be impossible to be a footballer playing, not know what you're going to get from an official when really this should be every week, exactly the same. Mm. Um, I thought mm. yeah, I, th- I thought the referee ruined it and, and he nearly ruined it for himself quite big style when he didn't he almost didn't book Shaka um for that challenge that he put in. And it took a few of the Newcastle players to get around the ref to be like, hang on a minute. You're yeah. giving you so the other cards some small fouls so like that, and then you're not giving for this. Yeah. It mm, was uh, it was Frustrating.
1: It was very frustrating. Mm. Uh, Matty, uh, we spoke about just, just how well Newcastle have done, and that's not taking away anything from Arsenal, because I was watching that Arsenal team tonight, and they, they cut through us at times, just with, with grass-cutting balls so powerful that we just find the way in our box. Mm. And as well as we were, that that takes nothing away from them, because I thought they were what, impressive as well tonight, apart from in front of goal.
0: Yeah, it was just finding that little that that clean cut chance because I mean they, obviously they got one at the end through Enketia and you just had that feeling that because we got so many players around the ball when they get into the box and we're not too rash with our challenges, um, but they did sort of break the lines a lot. There was a lot of um, you know players taking up spaces between the midfield and defence, and they were just zipping them in, and their touches were so good, and then they were working them out wide like Scott said, first on the, on the right and then the left and then switching it over. Um, Odegaard, again, very classy player. Um, Gary Neville pointed out that in the first half, he was sort of taking up a position between our left centre-half and Dan Byrne, hoping that Dan Byrne would sort of push onto him and release Saka and then yeah. start doing the opposite with, you know, Shaka and Martinelli. We sort of see Shaka as this, I always see him as some sort of like, you know, sort of hard defensive midfielder. But he showed at night that you know he's, he's he can pick a pass. He just maybe no, obviously not the right one at times. But he he, he played some really good football. It was just in and around the box we we we, we were steadfast like we have been, and we're yeah. just getting our head and toes to to everything we could. Um, but yeah, Arsenal again. That's why this point so massive because they're playing such good football. Um, we didn't allow them to again. We we uh, to sort of. Not try to upset anyone, but there's a lot of people upset at what Leeds did at the weekend at Saint James's Park. Well, we've just done something very similar to to Arsenal, especially in those last 10-15 minutes. Um, so again, it's it's down to our good defending, but again, I, I see Arsenal taking this right to the end for for the title. Like,
1: right? yeah, they look really good. I'm going to stay with you, Matt, because you mentioned Dan Burn there and what Gary Neville highlighted how he he's knowledge in that game. That's probably something which they've been looking into building up with this game uh, about how work how well the work got gone and, and Saka. Um Saka got past him a couple of times. Didn't stop him whatsoever because Dan Byrne, I, I thought he had a great game despite getting the, the run around a couple of times by Saka. But I think was that down to defensive numbers?
0: Um a bit of both
1: I think. Um definitely in that first
0: 5 minute period when Saka just gl- like just literally put the afterburners on from a standing yeah. start and done him. I think that was – maybe we already – already Eddie Howard already said that Joe Willick and, and Joe Linton get over and cover, but it just didn't work our first five minutes. But it certainly seemed like a more concerted effort after that, that, that uh, run by Saka. Um, and he did still cause them some chew. Uh, Odegaard got past him a couple of times. But Dan Byrne, it's what you see is what you get. I think probably, if we're all being honest, if we're going to have a more complete side in the future, he won't be playing at left-back. Um, If you want to look more dangerous down the left-hand side, would need a more dynamic left-back. But there's a reason that he's staying there, and that's clean sheets. And you don't want to rock a boat or or fix something that isn't broken. So Dan Bern positionally, especially in the second half, there was a couple of times where he let the ball run across him a couple of times. There was a bit where Saka was running at him and it went out for a a goal kick and he celebrated and just sort of did a little fist pump and that. So, yeah, he, he played really well, but... The sort of way that we we were our formation was was to sort of defend his shortcomings mm. a little bit, and we did it very well.
1: Yeah, we spoke about quite the, the defense quite a lot there, at Joel. But that doesn't mean that we didn't have chances to, to take the lead in the game. Um, just before half time, get gets a great opportunity. Um, how does he
3: miss that? You know what? He's just it, it's coming so quick, and uh, he's just slightly misjudged the flight of the ball. It's, he, he thinks it's coming in just a little bit um, too shallow than what it was. And he dips his head at just at the last second and it just catches him a bit too high. It's one of those where it's easy to look back on in slow motion and to think, oh, you know, you should have done better. But in reality, you know what? These things go by so quickly and you can't really blame him for too much, you know? Um, so it's it, it was a game of relatively few chances for us, which is not something we're used to seeing. But at the same time, you know, um, I think it was more of a half chance than anything else. Mm. So it was, it was unlucky, but yeah, it, it was one of those where it just came in a little bit too quick for him to react properly.
1: Yeah, um, I'll stay with you, Joe. The second half starts of, uh, mm. quite similar to, to how the first half started. Arsenal yeah. go for it in that opening 10 minutes. But once again, it doesn't mm. take our, us long to find our feet. Then just slow everything down and control everything, especially within the, the defensive line. Um, It just looked after those first 10, 15 minutes up until the, the, the stoppage time that it didn't look like they were going to get past work.
3: No, mate. No, um. You know the the when the first when the game first kicked off, it, it took about 15, 20 minutes for it to die down and for us to really find our feet. It was pretty relentless, but like, yeah, like you say, second half we uh, we seemed to have a bit more of a control of the game, nullified them a little bit better. We kept Odegaard, Odegaard more quiet than we did in the first half. I thought he had an excellent game. Um, the link up between him and Saka was really dangerous, and uh, we just seemed to sort of calm down a little bit um we were at risk of losing our heads especially with how many yellow cards were getting sent you know we're getting uh, put on the first half so to come out more measured more controlled a little bit more in the game early on it was just quite a um it was quite a mature reaction i thought and uh we yeah we did well and that's you know that's when we started to really frustrate them they started to realize that they couldn't quite break us down as much as they uh as much as they thought mm-hmm. they could, especially in the first half. So you know, yeah, I think we were quite um, smart in that. In that Scott, regard. Matty, I said at halftime worked. Scott, Matty mentioned um,
1: some fans' reactions um, about how Leeds performed at Saint James's Park and how they slowed the game down. And then time wasted to to a degree. Um, we we done very similar tonight, and to, to a first... degree, by the way. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh... To, a to the end degree. I, I was think being nice. I was being yeah, nice, yeah. mate. So. Um, but it's it shown tonight. Um, uh, Mikela Arteta was furious as that game went on. Um, he, he was not happy that there was five minutes added on towards the end. I think he was expecting double figures. At one point, um, it it showed that. Newcastle, despite how well we are doing, we still had have that shit house in with.
2: Yep, um, I mean, I was very surprised that Arteta didn't get a yellow card because everyone else did. I tell uh, you, else the, did. Even the, the cells. cells got a second yellow card for not playing a minute of football, which that must be some record. That I'm pretty sure he's now probably the only player that's ever done that in a single season, get mm. two yellow cards without playing a minute of football, which is. Uh, It's impressive. No, but, um, yeah, I mean, to be fair, I was surprised there was only five minutes of injury time. I thought it would be a lot more. Um, Just given, you know, the number of stoppages before, you know, the shit house restarted and then obviously adding that on as well. um, It was weird because we saw that in the Leeds game where the referee made a point to say, look, I've stopped the clock. And then when the the minutes came up, it wasn't what anyone was expecting. Yeah. You only played a couple of minutes over what do you what think just to interrupt was. you,
1: Scott, do you think that's because we came so used to how it was handled in the World Cup that there was X so. amount of minutes added on and now we're back at the Premier League? It doesn't seem to happen that way.
2: I think so. You were every single game, well, every single half was ten minutes injury time uh, in the World Cup. So, you know, you you were expecting that to to carry on. And we had the same, you know, last year in the Euros where the refereeing was at such a high caliber and really really well that when the season started, we we're like, oh hang on, what's happened to the referee? And it's not as good as it should be. And, and it's because I think international refereeing is, is notoriously better than what we have in this country. Um you know that there's some referees around the world which are which are a lot better. That being said, I think this referee probably took uh took note of the Argentina game with these yellow <laughs> cards and, and and wanted to just keep dishing them out. Um yeah I was very surprised that I was surprised that Arteta lost his cool. I haven't seen him do that before. Like, you see him get animated, but not to that extent. I mean, he was up and down that 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 the, the wing. He was going up and down, you know. He
1: even um, managed to wind Eddie Howe up, which takes yeah, some effort. That takes I'd,
2: doing, love yeah, said, end, like, I'd love to know what he said. I'd
0: love to know what he said. was I think that reaction out of Eddie Howe. Even, I, even the commentator said you don't normally see this from Eddie I Howe. I think it
1: was mainly down to how much he was basically begging for that to be a penalty towards the end. And I don't think Eddie Howe was happy with how he went on about it. Because he ran up, like, like Scott said, he ran up the wing, then he ran back down on the mm. fourth official.
2: Yeah. There's no chance that was a penalty either, by the way. It's Jacob yeah. Murphy's arm was next to his chest. It wasn't the arm that was sticking out, and he wasn't even looking at the ball. It, it's too close. It got to that point um, for
1: Arsenal, though, didn't it? It got a bit desperate for them. yeah. yeah well, well I mean, yeah, if, that's, that was if that's what you're relying
2: on to win the game, then yeah, they're absolutely getting desperate because they, they <laughs> yep. can't argue that that lost them the game. They should have had that game won, arguably, in the first 20 minutes. They should have had it won, arguably in the second half, and they didn't take their chances. It's the same as us last week, you know, against mm. Leeds. We should have won that game. We had the chances, we didn't capitalize on it, and then we're blaming Leeds for the defeat when really Leeds we played into their hands, and the same today. Arsenal played into our hands exactly how we wanted them to do. Just just because you mentioned this, point.
1: just you mentioned it, there, Scott. And I'm, I'm going to come across to you, Matty. Um, Scott just described that nil-nil against Leeds as a defeat. Uh, this nil <laughs> nil against Arsenal feels like it's a big win. It's a yeah. victory, exactly, 100%. it just shows you like where we Man. are at the minute, doesn't it?
0: Yeah, two nil nils on opposite side of the coin. There's something poetic about it in the fact that you know where we're wanting to go is what you know what Leeds and sides like Leeds are going to come to St James's Park and do. However, we're not quite there yet, so we need to go to Emirates and do what Leeds did to us. There's a quite beautiful symmetry there, um, but. You know, I, I'm absolutely over the moon with that. I just want to just sort of reiterate mm. that I was I'm just buzzing. Um it's it's a different, like I said, a different type of brilliance. And that, that desperation from Arsenal, like you said, there was a there was a yeah, like, there was a handball claim when they hit Botman in the stomach, they were getting that yeah. that and then to be fair, for a good five seconds I was sent to Stonewall penalty the Murphy handball because like Newcastle. I just thought of course you were of course it is, of <laughs> course it is. But then when I saw it, I just thought, surely with the new the, the rules in place, the pro- proximity and that, thankfully it didn't get given. Over the moon, but uh, yeah, just hopefully we can just kick on from here because
2: we're so busy. You, you also he, mentioned Matty, you mentioned chanting V-A-R-V-A-R at that movie, oh, there? They were so desperate for it, yeah. <laughs> oh, god, <laughs> <Zu Goran ruimcks forte> Maddie,
1: you, you mentioned early on in on this one that 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 that's safe by Place. Nick Pope towards the end. Great save, mate. And, that's a proper um, save, that, yeah. It is. It, it, that, that's your match-winning save, that. Mm-hmm. It, it really is. Um, match drawn save, match-winning save. What are <laughs> yeah. we calling it? <laughs> <laughs> what are we calling it? Point-saving um, save. Point-saving save. Point, save, and save. Um, surprised to see Dubravka straight on the bench. Aye. It's a bit of we a made. strange one. Like, it, I like It's him. a strange one. I've uh, got no
0: hard feelings against the boy. He uh, went on a little holiday down to Manchester. Thought he might play in Europe. He didn't. Never mind.
1: Came well, back to play in Europe. <laughs> came,
0: back, came back, might get back into Europe. Who knows? But uh yeah, I mean, look, at the end of the day, um I don't think he had that much ill feeling towards Newcastle. I don't think Newcastle has that much ill feeling towards him. It was a strange situation. Obviously, Carius is, I read, going in September. Is it next September now? Is it something like that? I can't remember what the can't the remember what it was. Is,
2: it's, it's gone, isn't it? I think is it was it gone? January. I thought he thought, well, it was like I a short-term, was wasn't it? No, right. Right. I, I thought, thought was he was still a... a someone,
0: someone tweeted saying he was still a new asset player, but probably I mean, he misinformed. He but um, either way, you know, De Bruyne comes back. He's your number two straight away. Um, whether we're going to put our optimistic tinfoil hats on and think that he's going to be used as leverage for a certain central midfielder or winger or English, or Belgian or two to, come. Yeah, yeah. Um, to, to come, we don't know, hopefully... But um, I'm not, it's a strange one. Strange to see him straight back. But at the end of the day, he's, he's out of them four. He's the second best mm. keeper by a mile. So yeah, it doesn't it, really make sense to it's like, It's strange sort of because he's cold. been
2: recalled. Mm-hmm. It's, not that, he's, it's mm-hmm. not that his loan's ended. We've recalled him. So it's either how doesn't rate Carrius and doesn't want him back. Mm-hmm. Or there's another injury that we don't know about him. Maybe it's called Darlow or Gillespie. Right. Or, right or, or, he interested, or, or, or there's interest from another club. A club yeah. has went, do you want to buy this player? We but want that player. Get him back and we'll and we'll do a mm. deal. Dangle. Just, Dangle
1: just, it ITK a on To move away from the likes of transfers and I go back to, to the game. Um, you mentioned this, Joe, on the, the preview, I, I believe it was. Um, A lot of fans were, were unsure that we needed upgrade in that, that goalkeeping position. But once again, Nick Pope shows you what, what the next step is from... Debravka because I, I was the same as everybody else. I thought uh, we don't need to replace Dubravka. But Nick Pope brings something else, and, and that's mainly down to confidence
3: and, and how well he controls the game as well from the back. Oh, he absolutely commands that box, doesn't he? And it's um at and times. it's quite evident <laughs> we yeah, at times, at times. Um I mean he's a massive part of why we have such a great defence this season and you know, like you said, like you mentioned there, that that uh, save at the end, that is that is a save that some keepers. I mean, considering that, um, you know, for large periods of time, to be fair, you didn't actually have a lot to do because we were managing to, you know, defend quite high up the pitch, and so it was just uh, it was one of those moments that gets you those points, like you say, a match drawn save, and match drawn save. save. I love how it's that's a that's the... a phrase now that we're going with point
0: save, and match save. drawn
3: save. <laughs> That's a phrase. That's a phrase. <laughs> Point save and save. Yeah. yeah PSS. Uh, no, he's he's a fantastic keeper, man. He's so good. He's so good. And yeah, like you said, he just commands that box, and you can see how comfortable everyone is. Him, him being in that box, and it's um. And, and I, I, don't know how old he is. How how old is Nick Pope now? Is like 30? thirty. No idea. 30, no idea. I'm not
1: even gonna guess because I'll be completely wrong.
3: Yeah, I mean, I, I mean. He, well, yeah, but I mean, he's he's going to be in our box for for years to come, and we've got a fantastic bloody keeper on our hands. Like
1: mm. speaking about players that that we're hoping that going to stay here for a long time, Scott Sven Botman. Once again, oh, nothing oh. gets past him.
2: Absol- I'm going to start calling him Gandalf because nothing <laughs> gets past him. Um, absolutely nothing. He was. I hate, I hate it when people call him Rolls Royce, but he was absolutely Rolls Royce tonight. He was, <laughs> He was second class, uh, second and none. Um, just, but not only his defensive stuff, his passing, his cross pass fields to Miggy and Trippier earlier on in that game were absolutely sublime. And it's like, you look at John Joe Shelfie and, and he could pull off those passes, but there were a few where they would go astray and it wouldn't always be perfect. You don't see that with Sven Botman. If he knows he can't make the pass, he'll pick another pass. And he'll he'll either a it in the middle And I think there was a point where we had the possession And, and the commentators was like Don't let this go back to the goalkeeper And this is good And Sven Bottman gets the ball And you've seen it time and time again with Newcastle Where the centre-back gets the ball They turn around and they pass it back to the keeper He didn't He looked up and he found Sean Longstaff in the middle of the field And the commentators were like That's what you want to be doing That's how you yeah. play That's good football um, Yeah, we've got a hell of a centre-back And he's 24, I think might I think he might be young, younger, maybe 23, um, 23 right? I think 22, 23. 23. He's, you know, what is people compare him to Van Dyke, he's like Van Dyke, but he can pass a ball, and, and that's where he's a, a level above. I think
0: I get a bit worried about those types of comparisons, I hate them as well. Um, but yeah, but like, <laughs> it, I mean, I'm not going to tip yourself too <laughs> far ahead, but he is he is bloody fantastic. And if we're going to mention him, we're going to mention Shah as well. Sorry, yeah. But, yeah. I think he's becoming this... He's, he's obviously been, Sean, always been a such a good footballer. game tonight. Yeah, yeah. He had a great game and he, and he broke forward into space a few times. Didn't pick the pass properly. So what? He was trying to, you know, just get us forward. But he was all action at the back. Getting his tone, everything. Yeah. Throws his head at everything. He's like a magnet for time. head injuries. That's what
1: Yeah,
2: yeah. Well,
0: head injuries. Hmm. I think yeah. sometimes hmm. they are head injuries. Sometimes it's just like you say, just trying to... It's an important game. Just trying to wind down the clock. But he's been classing... You know, I, I'm not going to go off on a... Another positivity tirade, but just that 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 fucking beautiful defensive <laughs> unit we have there is just ridiculous, man. I just keep I, I get I get to the, the last five minutes and I think, oh shit, it's another clean sheet. Mm. Oh, I've got another clean sheet. That's now twelve, yeah. and that's two more than anyone else. Was it a club?
1: That, you matched a club record, I think it was today. Yeah, from for his... forty
0: years ago in Division yeah. Two or something. Um, yeah. Brilliant, absolutely class. And it's all down to all five of them. And, you know, and even, you know, the likes of Matt Target coming off the bench, just, you know, giving it their all. So it's just absolutely class. And Long May I continue.
1: Mm. I, th- I think it's one of those games just to wrap this one up before, before we sign out for the night because it's getting quite late. Um, it is. It, it's, it is for Scott because he's <laughs> now ahead of everybody else. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, it's one of those games where every single player on that field hasn't absolute fantastic game um it, it's it was a was a great game to watch that i think we mentioned this a couple of times it was a different performance from newcastle United. Yeah, they,
0: were, they were brilliant in different ways chris that's what yeah. i keep saying because yeah. because so, some new trucker you say that and say well they didn't really yeah they, they yeah. went rinsing fullbacks they went slotting passes through the center of the park but they all did their jobs properly and they all mm-hmm. tackled and 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 battled for each other and that's why everyone was brilliant
1: and it's that that thing which we're seeing every single match day and how they're working as a team and as a unit it's not just one player closing the opposition down it's a handful of them and as soon as we get that ball we're away so it, it wasn't I really did enjoy that game tonight um, we'll sign it up there so thanks everybody for watching thanks for listening and we'll see you next week ta